Good evening. We're ready to get started. Maseches Psachim Daf Chaf Gimel. We are uh, beginning at the bottom of Chaf Beis Mebeis, nine lines from the bottom, starting with the words Behare Orla, the sugya of Orla, which is uh, the Isra of eating fruits from a tree with, for the first few years of a tree. Now, before we get into what this sugya is talking about, let's go back to yesterday's conversation. Uh, we have been discussing the Isra Hanah. Uh, the general status of Isr Hana as it relates to an Isr Achila. And the Chakira that we've been discussing, and we will, Baruch Hashem, conclude this sugya today at the end of today, about 15 lines or so from the bottom of Chav Gimel Amid Beis, the Chakira that we've had is whether or not we hold like the world, the camp of Chizkiah, that when the Torah says that there's an Isr Achila, it is not automatic that there's an Isr Hana. It's not necessarily the case that you're not allowed to sell and or benefit from a, uh, that food that you're not allowed to eat. Um, versus, um, uh, versus Rabbi Avo, who is of the opinion that these two things always happen in tandem. And in both cases, it's not that the halachas is going to result necessarily differently. They may agree, but the method to how they get to the result may be a difference. So that's going to be their hakira. And again, we're going to start asking a question um, on Rabbi Avo. Let's get started. Nine lines from the bottom, Davchav Beis and the Beis. Rabbi Avo is of the opinion that the Isser, the oraisa of Achila, in this case of Orla, should be automatically accompanied by Nisr Hana. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, Orla Omar. The Torah says, in regards to Orla, what does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, Arelim lo ye achel. It should not be eaten. The, 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 these fruits should not be eaten. Vitanya. What does the Brisa say on this Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Arelim lo ye achel. I only have from the Pasuk, all I know is that you're not allowed to eat the, the, fruits, that, the fruits that are in Orla. How do I know that you are not supposed to get Hana from them as well? That you shouldn't take whatever is growing that from an Orla tree and use it as a dye, use it as, a, uh, as something to soak in water to extract the dye, or to extract something that may be used for lighting a candle. How, how do I know that that's not allowed? Talmud Lomar, because the Pasuk says it has multiple uses of the word arel with that shoresh, va'araltem, or laso, arelim, lo yeachel, lerabos es kulam. So basically, we have a brisa. The brisa says, yes, I see the Pasuk. The Pasuk is an Isra Achila. How do we know that there's an Isra Hana? It's from the triple use of the word arel in the Pasuk of va'araltem, or laso, and arelim, that there's an Isra Hana. First of the long lines of Chafbez and Bez, and here's where the Gemara is going to pose its question. Taima, what's the reason why we have an Isra'ana? How do we know? Because it's the Kasev Rachman of Aral Tem or Laso Arabim, because the Torah used these extra words, and the Brisa says these extra words were to teach you an Isra'ana. Without having these extra words in the Pasuk, Hava Amina, what would I have thought without these extra words? Hava Amina, I would have thought, Isra'achila Mashma, Isra'ana Lo Mashma. I might have thought that there is an Isra'achila, but that there's no Isra'ana. And this would go against Rabbi Abou, because Rabbi Abou was of the opinion that whenever there's an Isra'achila, it's automatically accompanied by an Isra'ana. So why then here by Orla does the Pasuk say, that you cannot eat it. And then the Bryce adds, by the way, there's no Isr Hana. What's with the by the way? Rabbi Abou, you hold that they always happen together. So why here by Orla is it different? Says the Gemara, four lines from the bottom. Olam, lo mashma. Really what the Pasuk means is, bein Isr Achila, bein Isr Hana. Really, it is true that that's what the Pasuk means. But here, the reason why the Torah had to go out of its way to remind us that we have an Isra Hana is because the shiny Hasam in the case of Orla, that case is different. 
There the Pasuk has the word Lachem. And what does the word Lachem do? It introduces a suffix. What's the concern? I need, I need to have this brisa to teach me there's an Isra Hanna by Orla. Because, I might have thought, I might have thought that since in the Pasuk of Orla, by the Isra of eating, uh, the fruits of a tree within its first three years, I might have thought, lachem, shalachem, yeah, hey, that you are allowed to benefit from it. Kamash malan, I add in the words of Araltem and Orla. So I add in all these words to remind me that there's an Isser Hana. So that's what the Gemara says, good to go, right? That was Rabbi Abo. You said everything comes together. Orla, we see that they don't all come together. We needed a drusha to say that there was an Isser Hana. Answers the Gemara, now, just here we needed it because it had the word lachem. Says the Gemara, if the word lachem is bothering you, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu put it there? If your whole thing is that, no, the Pasuk says, don't eat Orla. Abin Yisra Hanaz learned from the, the triple usage of the word Arel in the Pasuk. Uh, why do we need that? Because of the word Lachem. So it says the Gemara, Ve'ela, Hasad, Dixidi, Hanach, Kray. Once we have these, these usage of, of the word Arel three times in the Pasuk, once I have that triplicate use, Lachem Lamali. I don't understand. What, why is it so important to you that you have the word Lachem? So answers the Gemara, Abraisa. And this Braisa is why we need the word Lachem. The word lachem in the Pasuk is to teach me the following. Lachem, when the Pasuk by Orla says lachem, it is lerabos to include in the iser hana'a, uh, uh, the iser of es hana'tua lerabim, a tree that's planted for the rabim. Machlokes Rashi Tosos here. Rashi Yedibur HaMaskel lerabim, litzorach rabim, kigon be'emsa aderach l'chol over, a very, very public space. Tosos writes at the top, natua lerabim b'rishus ha'yachid litzorach rabim. V'lokum o'shepir shekontras be'emsa aderach. Right? Okay, just a machlokas and the Matthias as to what this case actually is. So that's the Tanakama, is that the reason why we have the word lachem is to include another aspect into the Isra of Orla. Rabbi Yehuda Omer lahoti, to exclude something, lahoti as hanatua to exclude that tree from this Isra. Okay, so now we understand, before we dig into this Bryce and understanding the Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda, but now we understand a little bit more the Shita Rabbi Abba. How did we start out? Rabbi Abba, we don't understand your shita. You said that the Isra Achila and Isra Hana come together. Yet by Orla, we have a specific brisa to teach us about the Isra Hana, which means that they don't come together. Says Rabbi Abba, not really they do come together, but the Pasuk by Orla has the word Lachem, so therefore I had to just make sure we know. So there's a brisa that says that therefore, <coughs> therefore you know that there is going to be an Isra Hana. Says so why the word Lachem? Says so we needed the word lachem according to the Tanakhama to make sure that we knew to include or according to the Rebbe Huta to exclude something from the world of Orla. Now let's analyze the brisa. Two lines uh, from the top. My time at the Tanakhama. Why does the Tanakhama say that it is the case that it is to include this tree that's being used for the public? Says the Gemara. My time at the Tanakhama. Because it is written in the Torah. Unitatem. That you should plant. And that does not seem like a word for the masses. Liyachid mashma. It's a plural word. How does that liyachid mashma? Take a look at Rashi. Unatatem liyachid mashma. Second, the first line of Rashi. Dibur Hamaskel unatatem liyachid mashma. Rashi, Rashi writes, "The ain derech rabim lintoa." You don't get twelve people together to plant a tree. It's a, a language that's being used for the individual that they should know that that they should plant. Fine, that's his svara. The rabim lo mashma, and therefore, because it's not mashma for the rabim where we were afraid that if there was a tree that was planted by the public, maybe we would have had an error. And therefore, we had to make sure that we included this in the Isra of Orla. Fine, that's the Tanakhama. Rabbi Yehuda, unatatem mashma, bein l'rabim, bein l'yachid. He holds that no, the word unatatem could also be understood for the individuals and for the and for the masses. Bein yachid, bein rabim mashma. 
And we have two exclusionary comments. We have the word unitatem that includes everyone. And we have the word lachem that seems to imply ben yachem ben the rabbin. Ah, so here is where we enter a Shah's concept. Have ribui acharibui. Here we have a double exclusion in the same verse. We have the word unitatem. And then we have the word lachem. It what? Have ribui acharibui. A double inclusion. You're correct. That's why I made the mistake because of the end of the line. <laughs> because your double inclusion is an exclusion. Thank you, Vlad. That's a perfect correction. And that's what the Gemara means here is that we are now excluding. Whenever you have a double inclusion, uh, we usually use this in English in the opposite way. When you have a double negative, it's a positive. A double positive is usually not a negative. But here the Gemara says it's ribui acha ribui. The Gemara is trying to teach you something. Is that the Torah is trying to teach you something, and therefore that's how Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda comes out in the negative to exclude this tree that's being used for the public from the from the world of Orla. That is the end of Sugya one. We said, what about Orla? Rabbi Abo said, don't worry. The reason why in the world of Orla we needed the, the psukim to include to include what should have been obvious, for Rabbi Abo. I shouldn't have even needed a brysa. It says here we needed a brysa to include the Yisr because it says the word lachem, and the word lachem was to include or to exclude machlokes tanakam Rabbi Yehuda about whether or not we're going to include this tree that is not two other rabbin. Sugi number one for today. What's that? No. The, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, exactly right. That's what the, if you look at it on the third line, that's really where it's more, uh, more of an indicator. That's exclusionary. We're kicking somebody out. But the way Rabbi Huda uses it is that it's, it's bain yachid bain rabbin. So he says it's an inclusionary phrase. The next sugya for tonight to analyze Rabbi Abahu, his shita, that both the Isra Achil and Isra Hana come together, is from the world of Truma. Kodesh, a regular person, a non coin is not allowed to eat, that we know. And then Vitznan, what does the Brisa say? That when it comes to Truma, that's part of the Mishnah. We'll analyze that in a couple of minutes, but not yet. But what does the end of that Mishnah say? Uli Yisrael Bitruma. For those of you who uh, loved Eruvin, this is a fond memory. For those of you who didn't, it's a little PTSD. But the Gemara here says that a person who's Stama Yisrael can make an Eruv with Truma, but he's not allowed to eat it. It's Truma, Isr Hana. So the Brisa, the Mishnah from Eruvin teaches us that there's no Isr Hana by Truma. What happened, Rabbi Abo? Your rule is not being followed. You said whenever there's an Isra, an isra Achila, there's an Isra Hana. I'm a Yisrael. I can't eat that food. Shemin Isra Hana also. Why can I make an Eru with Truma? Says the Gemara. How would Rabbi Abo answer this question? Papa, Shani Hasam, Damakra, Truma Shem. There the word was used, Truma Shem. And I was concerned that you might have assumed, not I was concerned. In fact, it's actually the case. Truma Shem. What does the Pasuk mean? That we have an exception to the rule here. Here there is no Isra Hana when it comes to Truma Shalachem Tehe. Good. That's fine. Now, what about... Um, what about Chizkiah in this case? What would the other Shita say? Chizkiah, how do you look at this drasha? Because Chizkiah would say that the Pasuk alone says that it's mutter. Because what does Chizkiah say? The Isra Achila and the Isra Anar are always separate. So if the Pasuk says you can't eat Chuma, great. Then of course that there's no Isra Anar because we never connect the two. So then what is this drasha? Because this drasha excludes it from the Yisra Hanav. But, but Chizkiah doesn't need that because Chizkiah doesn't hold there's an Yisra Hanav from the, from the start. So he says, you're making a drasha on words that you don't need to make a drasha from. The Idach, how would Chizkiah answer? Chumaschem, the whole Yisrael Kamar, just a, a loose reference, Chumaschem, that it refers to all of the Jews who are non-Kohanim. And that's what Rashi here indicates by the word 
just to the right. Just talking it's a, it's a loose language. It's not a language to make a deal from, and that's how Chizkiah would learn it. That was sugya number two for the night. So now we've done the sugya of Orla, and we've done the sugya of Truma. Let's learn the sugya of Nazir. We know that when a Nazir is makabal on himself to be a Nazir, a person should be careful to never say the phrase of I am and then finish it by saying that that person is a Nazir. Do not say that in public with Na'edim. This can get, it's very easy to, to accidentally take on the, the status of a Nazir, in which case you need Hattarash Nadarim. Um, uh, even today, Naziris is, uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a nether like any other. It's just a, a nether like anything else. When I was in high school, two kids in my class said, I'm a, and they just finished a sentence and the Rebbe just put his hand on his face. We went to the base medrash. We did a Tarsa Dharma with the Rosh Hashiva at the time, Rebbe Shlomo Morgenstern. And then right when we got back to class, another kid did it just to be a Kanai, just to, just to, just to annoy everybody. <laughs> I, it's a fair comparison considering who I'm thinking of. We can discuss later. So what about what about the Nazir? We know that a Nazir, once a person's beged or Nazir, they can't get a haircut. We know that they also cannot benefit from any aspects of a grape. Any of the components of a grape, you're not allowed to eat. What do we see? We saw in the Mishnah, just quoted a few lines ago, but a, a Nazir, when he's making an Eruv, he can use Yayin. But the Nazir has an Israchila of the Yayin. So if you're Rebbe Abahu, so I don't understand. If you have an Isra Achila, you should have an Isra Hanah automatically. So what does it mean in the Mishnayis and Masechah's Erubin that a Nazir is allowed to make a, an Eruv with Yayin? It should be an Isra Hanah too. And you're getting Hanah by making an Eruv. So says the Gemara, two answers. We'll, re- we'll accept the first and reject the second. Amar Marzutra, shiny hasam da Amar Kra, Nizro, Shalo Yehe. It should be his. And in fact, we paskin this way. Rabbi Abo's rule is still kept. This is the exception because we have a drasha that specifically excludes Nazir from the camp of Isr Hana. And therefore, in this case, by a Nazir, AFLP, even though it's true, there's an Isra Achila, but there's no Isr Hana. Doesn't break the rules of Rabbi Abo. Normally, it's true. Here we have an exception and we have a drasha to boot. Ravashi Amri says, no, maybe it's a little different. Ravashi says, maybe right, the reason why a Nazir doesn't have to be in this, uh, in this category of concern and why we shouldn't be asking the question in the first place about uh, whether or not there's an Isra no by Nazir, Ravashi Amar, um, Kadoshi, yeah, Gadol Pera Se'ar Rosho. Is that right? I feel like I'm reading one of the words wrong. It says, Gadel, Gadel Pera Se'ar Rosho. Kadosh yeah, Gadel Perasarosho. That's what the Pasik says that he's going to be sanctified and he's going to grow out his hair. Gidulo Kadosh, his hair is Kadosh. The Ain Dabar Acher Kadosh, but nothing else. The wine is no element of Kadusha. So maybe we should have a Havamina that there's no Isarhan on the wine because it's not part of the, the Kadosh aspects of being a Nazir. Says Gemara, Midi, How are you being so exclusionary that that's the only thing that's Kadosh? And in light of this question, the Gemara says, You're right, Alamachavarta. Rather, you were correct before we're going back to the Marzutra. We accept Marzutra's response. And Marzutra's response was that the reason why there's no Israel by Nazir is because of a drush in Yisro, Shelo Yeheg. It should be considered his. And therefore, by Nazir, there's no Israel by Nazir, according to even Rabbi Abba, who would say the Israel and Israel come together doesn't apply by Nazir. Good. Fourth sugya, the Chadash, the Israel of Chadash. We know that before the Korban Omer is brought on the second day of Pesach, on the 16th of Nisan, that the grains that have been grown that year are not allowed to be eaten. Okay, so that's the Isra of Achila. You're not allowed to eat it before that time. 
the Mishnah writes, You're allowed to use chadash to feed animals. What does that show you? That there's no Isr Hana. Rabbi Abahu, again, come on. Well, every sugyan shas is against you. What's going on here? So the Gemara says here as well, it doesn't make any sense. There's a drasha that says we've excluded the world of chadash from Isr Hana, but otherwise Rabbi Abahu's rule stands. Normally the rule stands. It just doesn't apply here. Why doesn't it apply here? Because we have a, an exclusionary drusha. Okay, well, if we have an exclusionary drusha, then Chizkiah, who doesn't need the drusha, because naturally Chizkiah would be of the opinion that there's no Isra Hana, because naturally Chizkiah always parses the Isra Achila from the Isra Hana. Well, then what, how does Chizkiah view this drusha? What's the point of this drusha? According to Chizkiah, there's no need. He doesn't need an exemption because Chizkiah from the beginning holds that the Isra Achila and Isra Hana are totally separated. He would have said there's no Isra Hana here from the beginning. So what does he do with, with Kitsir Chem? The Idach, what does Chizkiah say? Halfway down, almost halfway down, Chav Aleph, says the Gemara, the Idach Kitsir Chem de Kol Yisrael B'mashma. Just a general terminology similar to the one before. This is also Rashi, just our right. Kitsir Chem de Kol Yisrael, Kamar, Ve'orche de Kra, Le'ishta'ue Hachi. Just the way that the Torah is talking, but nothing to make a drasha from. Next, another fifth sugi of the day. What about shratzim? How does this apply to Rabbi Abba? Bare shratzim. When it comes to rodents and small animals, you're not allowed to eat these animals. We have a mishnah. You have a person who traps chaya, small animals, ofos, birds, vidagim, and fish. And while they were trapping them, he also collected he also picked up squirrels, whatever the rats, whatever they are, animals that are not kosher. So the halacha is but if you're Rabbi Abo, why is that mutter? Same question over and over again. Why is that mutter if you're Rabbi Abo? If you hold that the Yisra Achila and the Yisra Anar held together, so why here is it mutter by the sheret? Why are you allowed to sell the sheret? It should be Asr Behana. Says the Gemara, same model as before, halfway down, shiny hasam, damakar, lachem, shalachem, yehei. The reason why is because we have a drasha that excludes the world of sherets from the Isr Hana. So again, Rabbi Abo, his rule still stands. When there's an Isr Achila, there's also an Isr Hana, unless there's a reason to exclude. And here we have a drasha specifically to exclude um, from the world of Isr Hana. Says the Gemara, ihachi, if it's true that you can benefit from shratzim, afilu lechatchila nami. Maybe you should be able to trap them as game from the start and sell them. We know from the Gemara's and Bavakama that that's not right. We're not supposed to, to sell non-kosher animals, not a pasha to sugya with, again, owning stock, and you got to get into the sugya of all of those kinds of things. Can you own a company that sells animals that are mamish trafe? Can you own a camel company, a pig company? Can you own a company where the animals are kosher but not shechted, right? These are all discussions to have. We know but by Nevela, we learned that was our starting sugya on the bottom of where were we on the bottom of from the other day? That Nevela is an exception. There's no Isra Hana by Nevela. That was what the Pasik said that you can give it to a gar and sell it to a guy. No Isra Hana there, but by other animals, there's a real Shaila. Rashi here speaks about this that it says that you made your, your trap, you're a trapper. That's what the Mishnah says that we're learning here. And the language of the Mishnah was Shani's Damnu Lahem, that you happened upon these animals. Take a look at Rashi, Dibur Hamaskal Shani's Damnu, halfway down on the page. Dafka Shani's Damnu, you're really, they're really not for you. You're really not supposed to chase after them and and, uh, and collect these animals. It's not like the Mishnah writes. You should not, these are not the right places to have. They missed that in the Surah because we know that there's no Isra Hana by Nevela, but it's not appropriate.
right? So it says the Gemara, maybe we should run a business like this. Says the Gemara, that's not right. Shani hacha, the Amar Kra, Yehu, Behav Yasan Yehu. What does it mean, Yehu? So the Pasuk here, when it says the word Yehu, I'll read the uh, Pasuk. It says, Besheketz Yehu Lachem. It should be to you, Asheketz. It's not appropriate. It's not right to run your business this way. You should not be selling those animals. Now, Ulechizkia, same questions as before. Ulechizkia, Lamali Lamechtav Lo Ye Achel, Umaisi Lachem Lemishria. Now, this is a subtlety. I didn't say this yesterday, but it would have been helpful to do so. Yesterday, when we were, even two days ago, when we first learned Chizkiah, uh, he said that there is a place where we have an Isser Hanma, and that's by Pesach. What was the language he used? Lo Yeachel. So there, the language of Yeachel, specifically, not Lo Sochlu and not Yochel. Yeachel, that word, when Rabbi, uh, when Chizkiah uses that word, he agrees, even with Rabbi Abba, that that word implies both Isser Hanma and Isser Achila. So here the Gemara said it. Here the Gemara said Lo Yeachel by Asheretz. Um, but then it got exempted. So it says the Gemara, I don't understand. If you're saying that, if you're saying that the lo yachel implies also an iser hana, even for you, Chizkiah, why say anything? Why does the Torah have to say that and the word lachem? If you leave them both out, then we'll know exactly how you hold. You would have held that there was no iser hana here because the word lo yachel wouldn't have been present. Answers the Gemara. It says the Gemara to finish off its question. Lo lo Had the Torah not said the words lo we would not have then needed the word of lachem. Amar How would he have answered? nami This is a. These words are a code. In other words, it's basically saying this is a beautiful proof for my idea that when it says the word yeachel, the only exemption is when you have the word when you have some type of word to exempt you. This he's saying is like a paradigm. What we would say in halacha is like a binyan av. A binyan av is an area where we look at one snapshot in halacha, one area, and we apply it to other places. We say that women are exempt from time-bound mitzvahs as it relates to tefillin, and we have a binyan av, it applies to other places. So what Chizkiah is saying is that this is a great example, says Chizkiah, of my shita, that when there's the word yeachel, it implies both isra achila and isra hana. Let's talk about another case. Chametz. It's our seventh halacha. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think six case. It says in Gemara, two thirds of the way down. The Torah says you can't eat chametz. Vitanya, what is the brisa right? This is a very unique shita that we don't hold. Like Rabbi Yossi holds that there's no iser hana by chametz. Unbelievable thing because we're so makbid. What? Why is it more running back to chametz? Well, you'll see in a little bit. It's uh, it, well, uh, it's not so clear actually. Hold on one second. No, but first of all, it doesn't agree because Chizkiah started out by saying, and here it's Rabbi Yossi Aglili who's on the flip side. It's a little strange, but when we, let's finish the Mishnah and see if it, and see if it clicks afterwards because it, it might. I, I don't have the answer to your question. It's a, it's a great point. Uh, David was just asking why here in the uh, one two thirds of the way down in Chavkemel are we going back to Chametz? That's where Chizkiah started on Chafal from the base with this exact pasuk. So let's see if, if we can figure out an answer to that as we move through this. Torah says the Brisa writes the unique sheet of Rabbi Yossi Aglili who says Omer There's no iser of Hana. So what do we see? Lo yachel chametz is an iser derais of achila. Yet Rabbi Yossi holds that there's no iser Hana. Says the Gemara. Shiny hasam to Amar Krav lo yirel achas or shel chayehe. Rabbi Yossi Haglili was of the opinion that yes, it's correct that um, 
Yes, it's uh, now I understand the answer. Yes, it's correct that there is no Israel now here, but it's because of a Pasuk. So there would just be a machlokas between Chizkia and this Tana. Chizkia would hold like the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan, the rabbis who hold that there is an Israhana, like Chizkia does. How would he hold of that? This was a drasha we saw earlier in the Perek. That what do we do with the Pasuk? Rabbi Yossi Aglili uses this Pasuk of Seor. He uses it to say that there's no Israhana by Chamez Sirah Pesach. But we don't use the drasha that way. We use the drasha another way. We use the drasha to say that if I have your chametz in my house, then I don't violate the Yisra of by Matzeh. I don't violate the Yisra of ownership. So that's how the Rabbanan answers. What would Rabbi Yossi Aglili say? Where does he learn that from? Rabbi Yossi Aglili has to, has to agree that if I have your chametz in my house, that I don't violate the Yisra of ownership of chametz. So how would Rabbi Yossi Aglili learn that out? It says the word lecha multiple times in the Pasuk. And he, he uses one of those lechas to make sure, one of them was for what he said, that there's no Yisr by chametz. And the other one was to make sure he knew that if I have your chametz in my house, that I don't violate the Yisr. Oh, the idah. Back to you, Rabbanan. But what do you do with the word lecha? Because you don't use it for that. You said that we learn that if I have your chametz in my house, that I don't violate the Yisr of ownership from lawyer elecha. And Rabbi Yossi Aglid learned from the word lecha. What do you do with the word lecha? So says the Gemara, the uh, Idach, 10 lines from the bottom, we learned earlier in the Masechta, basically different statuses of Anachri as it relates to your relationship with them. And each Lecha is for its own purpose to teach us a specific din that, that you do not violate ownership. The Idach, where does Rabbi Osi Haglili learn that out from? If you look over to Psukim, you'll see the word Lecha three times. And he says, I learned it out from the third one. The Idach, back again to the Rabbanon. You need to like, I need this in my notes. I write, I reviosi Rabbanan. I, I always, it's, it's very confusing. How does uh, the Rabbanan learn that out? There's different kinds of chametz and we need each one. And I might've misunderstood one chametz for the other. Rashi here goes through a sophisticated explanation of why, why vitzriche. A bigger question is why it's not included in the Gemara. Normally when we see the phrase vitzriche, it means that we have a list of things, usually one, usually two or three things. And then the Gemara says, if I didn't have A, uh, then I would have made a mistake about B. And if I didn't have B, I would have mistake about C. And if I didn't have C, I would have mistake about A. But here the Gemara doesn't even include that. Rashi here includes it. Let's take a look at Rashi, eight lines from the bottom, three lines into the wide lines. I might have thought the halacha by Seor, which is a hard version of Chametz, that would have been a different, different halacha. I might have thought uh, with Chametz, which is more soft, it would have been, wouldn't have been a problem because of Chametz. Maybe I would have said something different about Chamas, which is edible now. I might have thought you wouldn't have violated the Isser. So they play with all these drushas, and that is how the Gemara concludes this sugya that Chamas is not a problem for the Shita of Rabbi Abba. His Shita has stayed through approximately 10 different sugyas. Unbelievable. We, we will get to a conclusion today, uh, hopefully at some point. So let's continue. Says the Gemara, Lema Kitanoi. Maybe the machlokas between Chizkiya and Rabbi Abbo is like the following machlokas tanaim. I'm going to tell you right now, hard to understand from this page, from the last five, six lines here, what the machlokas is. When we turn the page, we'll understand better what Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi Aglili are fighting about here in this case. What does the Brisa say? This is a pasuk in regards to Chelev of an Avela. What do I learn from the word the plural, all? 
not plural, but the all-inclusive, the word kol. Sheyachol, maybe I would have thought, maybe there would be no iser hana as it relates to, to the chelev of an avela. The malechas hedyot yehei aser, and I might have thought that it would have been aser for a hedyot, for a regular person, only allowed in the mikdash. Talmud lomar lechol malacha. The word lechol teaches us that the iser, that the, that the leniency of, uh, sorry, yes, lechol malacha. Yeah, that the leniency applies that the leniency applies everywhere, both by uh, Malechas Hedyot and by Malechas Gavo. Rabbi Akiva, three lines from the bottom. Omer Sheyachol Lemalechas Hedyot Yehei Tahor. He's not using the language that, that uh, previously. What was what was Rabbi Yossi using as his language? He was saying Mutter and Aser. And here we see Tahor Betamik. Rabbi Akiva, Omer Sheyachol Lemalechas Hedyot Yehei Tahor. Lemalechas Gavo Yehei Tameh. Talmud Lomar Lechol Malacha. So here he says we're not talking about Aser and Mutter. We're talking about Tameh and Tahor, very different topics in Halacha. One is what is mutter, one is not. One is what is the status of that thing? Is it Tameh? Can it cause Tumah for other issues? So Rabbi Akiva says that this Pasuk is talking about something totally different. Rabbi Yossi Aglili, the Tumah Vatara, he says, no, come on, Rabbi Akiva, you're talking about Tumah Vatara, lo istrich kra. We don't need a Pasuk for that. Ki kra, le We only need the Pasuk to tell us about the Isr Hana. Rabbi Akiva pushes back. Rabbi Akiva, Isr Beheter, lo kra. That I don't need. That's obvious to me. But ki istrich kra, the Tumah Vatara. So now as we turn the page, we'll have more clarity on to how this links back. Remember the question we're asking is, is the Machlokas between Chizkiah and Rabbi Abo linked possibly to Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi Aglili? My Isn't this what Rabbi Yossi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva are arguing about such that we could connect it back to our Machlokas between um, Rabbi Abo and Chizkiah? My love, top of Chav Kemal Amid Beis, the Rabbi Yossi Aglili Savar, Lo Sochlu, Mashma Ben Yisrachila Ben It seems from Rabbi Yossi Aglili, who's speaking about Isr Beheter, that the Isser applies across the boards. Remember, he said that it applies both by Malachas Kodesh and by Malachas Hedyot. So what does that see? We see that the Isser is everywhere. And the Heter that we saw in the Mishnah here is that there's no Isser Hano. And, and by the way, that's Rabbi Abba through and through. Rabbi Akiva, he's like Chizkiah. What does he say? So Isser Achila Mashma, Isser Hana Lo Mashma. That's beautiful. That's an exact language that we use by, by Chizkiah. So it seems from here, the Rabbi Yossi Aglili is like the opinion of Abba, Rabbi Abo. And Rabbi Akiva is like the opinion of Chizkiyah. The Chiyasa Kra, the tomb of Atara. The Pasuk is not even talking about Isser, is not talking about Isser Beheder, it's not talking about, about um, Isser, no, it's talking about something unrelated, about tomb of Atara. It says the Gemara, can we make this comparison? Answers the Gemara, lo, we cannot. Dekule Alma, everyone agrees. Lo Sochlu, Mashma Ben Isser, Achila Ben Isser, everyone agrees to Rabbi Abo's approach when it comes to this Mishnah. Really here in this Mishnah that we use to try to prove a link between Chizki and Rabbi Abo and Rabbi Yossi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva in this Brisa, they're arguing about something totally different. Rabbi Yossi Aglili Savar, Kisha Hutra Nevela, He Hutra, Chelba Vagidala Hutra, Hutru, that according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, when the Torah was matir to use a Nevela for Hana'a, it was only that, but not the chelev and not the gid. Not the fats of the animal and not the gid hanasha, not the sciatic nerve. That's also not allowed. And the Torah was going to come along and be matir. Good. That's what he was talking about. But he wasn't talking about our sugya purely. He wasn't talking about whether or not he held like 
Chizkiah versus Rabbi Abahu, that was not what he was talking about. Rabbi Akiva, 12 lines down, Rabbi Akiva Savar, the Pasuk was already inclusive, like we saw on the previous blot. So the Gemara says the cases are not comparable. And therefore, in conclusion on this short piece, is that the machlokas between Chizki and Rabbi Abahu about whether or not the Isra Hana is automatically tethered to the Isra Achila, you cannot link that to the machlokas of Yossi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva. Anyways, it says the Gemara's a side point. Rabbi Yossi Aglili is very difficult to understand. <coughs> Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Ashkechan Chelev, Desharia Rachmana Behana, Elagid Neima De Aser. I understand we, we have a case of Yossi Aglili where Chelev is going to be permissible. Elagid Neima De Aser. You're going to say that there's an Isser Hana by the Gid. So, two answers here. One third of the way down, Chavkim Alamad Bezi, Bais Ema Hachanami De Aser. Some say you're actually right that it actually has an Isser Hana. And he Bais Ema, Maisila Bekalvachomer. And some say that he learns out what he holds by, um, by Gid Anasha from a Kalvachomer. Here's the Kalvah Chomer. We're going to uproot this in a minute, but here's the Kalvah Chomer. Uma chelev kares. A person who eats chelev, it's one of the highest uh, consequences we have in, in the Torah. Eating chelev is uh, equivalent to uh, a whole bunch of other things that are terrible in the Torah. I increase this, the first Mishnah there. So ma chelev kares, but even there, mutter behana, even in a most extreme case, where you're not allowed to eat chaylev, and if you do so, it's chayv kares. There we say it's mutter behana. Then gid hanashe, then gid she'eno anush kares. Then gid hanashe, the eating the sadek, no, which is a much lesser problem. There's no iser kares. All, all the more so it's going to be mutter behana. That's a beautiful argument. Says the Gemara, no. I could, I could undo that argument very quickly. For Reb Shimon Dasar, Reb Shimon who says that that's not true, ikal mifrach, the word mifrach from the word pircha to ask a question. The word parich actually means brittle. It means to shatter a question. He says, I can undo your kalvachomer. What's the method of undoing a kalvachomer? Here's the method. The thing which you said was chamor, I'm going to make it not so chamor. You said that, uh, that chelev has an anush kares, but it also has a kula to it. And this would undo the kalvachomer. But chelev has no iser status at all by a chaya, by a small animal, only by large animals. So that's a kula. So maybe we should say your whole kalvachomer falls apart. Tomar begid shaloh hutar mechlalo chaya. But when you compare, you wanted to say your kalvachomer. Oh, chelev on the highest level of iser, it's kares. And if that's mutar ba'ana, then gid anashes says Rabbi says Rabbi Shimon. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Chelev by chaya is totally mutar, but the gid anashes still aser. So your kalvachomer is out the window. A beautiful argument from Rabbi Shimon. It says the Gemara. The idach, how would you uh, how would you explain this? How do you respond to this rejection of your kalvachomer? What would Rabbi Yossi Aglili respond halfway down? You're right that somewhere in the landscape of the world of chayla, there's a kula. That's great. By a we're not talking about a chaya. We're talking about a behema. So by the world of behema, it's anush kares. So I can therefore assume by definition that my kalvachomer is right. Because what you're saying is that there's a kula when it comes to chelev. That's true in another camp of discussion by a smaller animal. I'm talking about a cow. It's a big animal. You're asking me from a chaya? Stop asking me from a chaya. It's a ridiculous question. So that's how Yossi holds his ground. We're going to end off with this last little piece of the sugya. I'll frame it out first just to make it a little easier to, to move through. Because really, if we were to look back at these two blood and look at every single sugya that we asked on, 
We asked from sugas across Shas. Let's see. We, we asked from Gid Hanoshe. We asked from Dam. We asked from Aver Minachai. We asked from Shor Haniskal. We asked from Orla. We asked from the world of Truma. We asked from Nazir. We asked from Chadash. We asked from Shratzim. We asked twice from Chametz. Uh, we, 10 sugas in Shas. And you know what happens when you go through every sugya? Do you know what the halachic difference in Psak would be between Chizkiah and Rabbi Abo? Almost nothing. Limaskana, in conclusion, they agree to almost everything. Where are, where are they different in their fundamental approach? The word Israchila, the word Lo Sochal, that means don't eat it. And Chizkiah says, stop, that's what the word means. No Isra, no Isra, not necessarily, unless otherwise noted. And, and Rabbi Abo is like, no, 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 they're one package deal. But as we've navigated through all of these sugyas, when, if we were to distill each of these 10, 12 sugyas, the psak seems almost identical across all of them. So that's what the Gemara is asking now. It's at the end of the day, fine, you have a different lambdas, you have a different approach to whether the Isra'ana is tethered to the Isra'achila or are they separate. But in psak, how different are Rabbi Abahu and Chizkiah? That's the Gemara's question here, halfway down. This will be the last mini sugya that we learned for the night, last aspect of this larger sugya, I should say. Mikhti, let's see. Osvinhu kohani kroi. You asked from all of these psukim vishaninhu, and you gave me all the answers. Chizkiah and Rabbi Abahu my plige. Where do they argue? Well, we said Bechametz bePesach ve'aliba derabbanan. They argue in that case. Veshor haniskal ve'aliba de divrei akol. Chizkiyah nafik lemi lo yochal. Rabbi Abba nafik lemi minavela. They learn things out from different marimikomos. Michti bein lemaru bein lemara surin beno. The halachos are the same. They got different marimikomos. They're learning from different places, but in psak they're identical. So it asks the Gemara, my beinayhu. My gosh, two blood of Gemara. What is the difference between them? It says the Gemara. Only one case of all the 10 that we learned. What is the one case? Ika beinayhu, the case of chulin shenishchatu ba'azara. In the case of chulin shenishchatu ba'azara, here, Rabbi Abba and Chizkiah fundamentally argued, even in Psak, not just in Lamdas, not just in what is the fundamental idea about an Israchila, does it include an Israchana or not? Not just there, even in Psak. How did it play out? Chizkiah savar lo yochal lim'utehani, Oso, the word oso, lemute chulin shneshchatu bazara. So Chizkiah held that that was a problem. Rabbi Abau Savar, oso lemute hani, chulin shneshchatu bazara, lavdoraisahu. This is the only place they argue. What happened when there's chulin shneshchatu bazara? According to Chizkiah, you still have an Isser Hanah. You're not allowed. But according to Rabbi Abau, there is no Isser Hanah when it comes to the world of chulin shneshchatu bazara. So we take the last two pages. I'll summarize for you in under 30 seconds. Yeah, here's how it goes. Rabbi Abo and Chizkiah argue fundamentally. When we say you cannot eat something, does it include the Isra Hana? Yes or no? Chizkiah says it does not automatically include it. Rabbi Abo says it does. Okay, we went through 12 cases. They passed in the same in all of them except for one, which is Chulin. What happens if you shech something in the wrong space? You were, you were it's Chulin Shanishchatu Bazar. It's outside of the appropriate Mizbeach spot, whatever the parameters are. You did it in the Azar, the wrong place. So that's the only time we have a Nafkamin and Isra Hana where uh, Chizkiah is of the opinion that there is an Isra Hana and Rabbi Abo holds that there isn't. We will stop here and pick up Emir Tashem tomorrow with Dachav Dalit, starting at the bottom of Chav Gimel Amad Bey, is about 15 lines or so from the bottom with Yosif Ahu Meir Have a beautiful night. Continue.